No patience for profits. The two business guys mastermind on why entrepreneurs want open sesame money. Enjoy. This business podcast, The Two Business Guys Mastermind, uncovers for you secrets and share tips and tricks to entrepreneurship as they mastermind on how to have startup, operational, and overall business success so that you can go on to get better results. Enjoy. So hey everybody, we're back and John and I, we want to talk, uh, have a serious conversation with you today. Uh, the two business guys want to mastermind on, you know, some problems that we have ourselves and we want to mastermind today on the, you know, no patience for profits, right? I call it, John, I call it the open sesame, open sesame money. Entrepreneurs want to just start and the money flows in, <laughs> right? And I was listening to personally some podcasts yesterday myself. Um, that uh, that they were talking about that, you know, and they were like, you know, we just think we're going to start podcasts, we're going to do news, we're going to do all these business things, and the money is just going to flow in. And John, you know, from being in business, that just don't happen. Yeah, I it, and it's and it can be discouraging. I think we forget uh, our memories are very short as human beings and we forget how long it it actually takes to do something it's kind of like uh, dieting um if you know if you're planning on losing 30 pounds you're not going to lose it in a week it's you're stretching it out and it's going to be a pound or two a week or or even maybe less than that um over a extended period of time well business is the same way unfortunately um we want that quick gratification mm-hmm. i tell you and i'm, I'm you know i, I want to solve this problem because like i've heard it too many times you know so i said if there's a good t- subject matter to to mastermind on it would be this you know i i was talking with uh an entrepreneur the other day she she started a, a nice little uh a newsletter and um you know she created a project from a, a newsletter idea she had created a project and a product and you know i was you know helping her put it up on her website make sure the website looks good look at review the last website and you know it was interesting on our conversation she really dug what we were talking what i was talking about and i think it was because she kind of saw that you know i want this that same impatience i want this thing to kick off it should be making me a million dollars you know my friends out there are making lots of money and this is going to do the deal but what wasn't taken into consideration is, you know, you're not the only one trying to make the same money, right? And it was kind of expensive. I went on to a site that had those same things and um, they were ranging for, you know, probably half of what she was asking for, right? Mm. Half of what she was asking for. And um, some of the styles were better. So, I mean, these, be- you know, this becomes that, your impatience is based on what? And this is, I think, what I wanted to mastermind on is how can we present a thing that gets people into that wind column and then it gets them into what I call the, the uh, snowball, right? The snowball downhill. 
once you get the snowball up there, it's really tiny. And you're like, what is that? This little snowball is not going to do anything. Yeah, but if somebody rolls you downhill and you gather more snow, we see what happens, right? It becomes a big deal. And that's how we have to start approaching our businesses and saying, okay, show me all of the steps that it might take. And the approach, John, that I've been doing lately that has been having just tremendous upward effect is starting off with the spreadsheet, right? And I have not, you know, been a spreadsheet guy, you know, if I may use those uh, that term, spreadsheet guy, you know, the one that just got their nose in spreadsheets all the time. That's not me. But I'm understanding the power of it when I can look at, okay, here's what I need to earn the money I want to earn. Okay, you want that thing to make you a million dollars? Okay, that's fine. You want oh, you want that in a year? You want that in two years? You want that in three years? So starting to do it like that. Well, I just want a million dollars. No, that's not reasonable. Mm-hmm. Well, let's put something that looks reasonable. Now, I'm not talking about none of those, you know, SMART goals, right? I came up with an acronym for SMART goals. I don't like SMART goals, by the way. You know, um, um, it just, they're just, they're too small, like stretch goals. But anyway, but if you're putting down something that is a million dollars in a year, right? And you say to yourself, no one else out there is making a million dollars, then you got to be extraordinarily creative to go get your product to make that million dollars. You've got to look at the landscape and ask who else is getting this money? How else are people doing something besides my product? And then how can I position it? You know what I mean? I think think that's a fantastic question. The other side of that too is, I think that we project or we let other individuals project what we think that may not be actually true. Mm. So we may think someone's more successful or they may act or project that they're more successful at doing something than they really are or i mean the other thing too is heck you could you could be making a hundred thousand dollars a week in revenue but you could be spending ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars doing it right and nobody's paid so when so if you put that kind of those kinds of calculations into the spreadsheet and again, what I've been working with on the entrepreneur with my entrepreneurs is this. Let's put it in. I did one for a young lady the other day, and I was able to watch her eyes light up as she was able to see how to take the big that she wanted. Because she had this idea, oh my, I've been working on this idea, working on this idea, not moving toward action, mind you. Mm-hmm. Working on the idea, all the stuff in the mental background. Everything from you know, I've changed my name and I've done all these different things. And I says, okay, well, let's talk about money, right? Even in my marketing, John, it's marketing to make money. No, no more of this marketing for just, you know, branding sake. No, marketing to make money. So I talked to her and I says, hey, listen, what can we do here? Let's look at that big idea and let's make it. Let's make it so that within one week, and I put people on their kind of a, if in one week you had to make money from this project, from this product, from this idea, in one week, what would you do? All right? And you know what she did, John? Mm. Amazing thing happened. Now, she'd been working on this for years. In one week, just us talking, she was able to 
Talk me through how she would make her first $5,000. Talk me through it now. She hadn't done this part, but that's what I do as a consultant. That's what I do as a coach is bring people to the money, right? So I says, okay, tell me, how much did you want for this thing to make you some, you know, some cash? What, what, what would make you happy? She says, well, if I can make, you know, $5,000, I said, okay, let's break it down. What is the product? Well, I'm going to do this thing and I don't, don't want to share all of her stuff, but, and I says, well, how much are you going to charge you? $100. Okay. How many people you need? She did the math. She says, wait a minute. I don't need that many people. I says, right? I don't need that many people to make $5,000. I says, nope. And I says, you were talking about if I could just get 40 people. I says, if you got 50, you hit your number. Hmm. And then I says, okay, who do you know that you can? I says, how could you get money? I says, now keep in mind, I threw this in, John. I says, oh, and by the way, you have no money. <laughs> she says, I got no money. I says, you have no money to make this money. She says, I have no money. I says, you have no money. She says, well, if I have no money, guess what happens? She started just coming up with all of these ways. Now, remember, all these years thinking about it, all these years working on stuff that didn't matter, we started talking about, walk me to your first dollars. And she says, oh, I would do this. I would do pre-sales. I says, could you call up five people right, right now and get them to put down a deposit via cash app? right? No, no bulky invoices, none of that kind of stuff. Could you get them to cash up you a hundred dollars each? She says, yeah, I know five people. I says, get those five people. And she says, uh, and then I says, well, what do you have now? It's day one. What do you got? She says, I got 500 bucks. I says, what would you do with that 500 bucks? Is your venue or is your thing going to cost you a little down payment? Yeah, they might have to put me a, a down payment on it. I says, Okay, could you do that? I said, yeah. I says, could you build a landing page for like pennies? Put something up? And then she said, oh yeah. I says, well, how are you going to reach the other people you need to make that 5,000? Oh, I'm going to do this, this, and this. She had it all laid out because it was the prompt. It was to walk me through it. I says, okay. I said, so let's see if I got this right. If you were having this venue next week, and because you know a lot of venues aren't booked, you can get it. You can probably get it at a discount. You already got $500 seed money because someone says, I believe enough in you. I'm going to come to this thing. Walked it all the way through to $5,000. And then I, at the end of it, I says, I'll see you next week. <laughs> right? I should be getting a phone call saying, can you, I'm going to have this venue. It's going to be, it's going to be great. It's going to be a thing. And it's a great timing because people want to get out of the house, right? And I says, now you've got just some stuff coming from the CDC saying, hey, um, you know, people that have been fully vaccinated, they can meet and without mask on. I says, now it's at the right time to have that thing. She'd been working on this thing for years, but it's working on the wrong thing, hmm. you know? And then not having the patience for the profits to sit down and do the actual math on it. That's starting with the spreadsheet, right? Now, John, us, right? We started our newsletter and this is what we're going to be working on. Every Guys, it's not going to be a long podcast today because we got to get on and work on this thing. Um, but 
in, when we were talking the other day, we were talking about, you know, the different things that we're involved in and, you know, why sometimes we switch gears. It's because we want our, we want money. We want this thing to work now, right? And we have to remind ourselves, I had to remind John, everybody that, you know, his project is going all right. You know, had a really big order. That's a win, right? Now the question becomes, how can we string together based on what you want to make? This thing's got to make me a million. Okay. That means I need to string together 15 more of those big projects like that just came through. Mm -hmm. 15 more of those. How many you got so far? Three, four, five. Okay. Well, that gives you some math. You want to make that million for the year? Yes, I do. I want this to be an ongoing concern. And then we look down and say, okay, all of our energy, all of our efforts, all of our everything needs to go into getting 15 more of these. And what I'm noticing, John, from your company is that it's possible. If one person will order 300 pairs, or if one organization will order 300 pairs, more organizations will. Because mm -hmm. you got a great message. You're doing an interesting thing with, you know, your, your give back approach. And somebody already bit. <laughs> it's like, wow, somebody already bit. Who else will bite? You know, and that's not even the reoccurring. If they bite once, they might come back and go, I'll bite again because it worked out really, really well. So now we got without the possibility of reoccurrence, let's just say how many more of those so i'm doing a press release i mean a specific minded kind of press release after that big win you know organization purchases 300 pair to do this now you get that fear of missing out from other organizations they'll go who was that who did what mm -hmm. i'd talk to every single one of their competitors every single one of the persons that supply them all these different lines in lanes of who else I could talk to, to maybe want to do 300 pair for their organization, especially if it's a specific kind of, of, of in this case, for ineffable socks. You know what I mean? Line those up, put, the, put it on the spreadsheet and says, we're doing nothing else but going to these organizations. See if we can get uh, 295 more. I mean, you know what I mean? It based on the math. And then what I think happens, John, is that we look at the business and you go, wait a minute, my original want for this business was that it makes me some good money, right? I don't know if you time-framed it out. Did you say you're going to make millions and millions of dollars in less than six months? Yeah, remember? Yeah, that was my <laughs> initial thought was six months. And six it, months says to me, I, go fast. And you and I have talked about this. It's like, oh. It's very difficult when you go from business to business because sometimes you try to project yeah. the success or the type of the, the results of a type of business that isn't relevant. If you're doing, you know, if you're building houses at, you know, $300,000 a pop and, and you're selling socks, I mean, you have to sell a lot more socks to equal that one house. Uh, in 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 uh, gross sales, so we have to be realistic when we're we're looking at these Absolutely. things, um, because sometimes we look at the numbers that we've done in the past on projects that 
look totally, totally different than the one that we're looking at. And we have to say, well, really, is that is that realistic in that time frame? Yeah, not the whole apples comparing apples to oranges. They're both fruit. However, they take different things, right? Apple trees versus orange trees. They give back different things. Um, like the bamboo tree we talked about. Yeah. I mean, you don't see any results for what five, six years, and then boom, it shoots up. And that's that's how our businesses can be, and and it's it's difficult um, because a lot of times, you know, we may have done something in the past that has that immediate gratification. Uh-huh. Mostly, I find with the entrepreneurs, John, is jobs. If you're coming from a job, and a lot of people are trying entrepreneurship because, you know, there's been just a mass turnover in jobs. Mm-hmm. And if you have the same expectation that you're going to get a check at the end of the week, well, you're going to be disappointed. Unless, now here's where I think we can lament about the problems associated with entrepreneurship, blah, 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 right? But we are in the sol- problem-solving business. Unless you are and have the kind of fire that says, no matter what, I got to eat next week. And this vehicle that I've chosen has to feed me, right? And I go a little extreme sometimes, depending on the entrepreneur I'm talking to, making sure that they can handle the next message is I says, okay, um, if I'm I'm going to come next week and and take your puppies away or, you know, I'm going to steal your house shoes or whatever it is I'm going to do, unless you may, I'm going to take your comforts. In other words, some things that you love away, unless you achieve this goal. In other words, what is the fire underneath you that's going to make you go that fast? You know, I says, and 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 I always get the most interesting answers when I ask that question. If I were to come and do this, right? If you had a chance to make double um, or you're going to lose, not to make double, but you're going to lose this unless you do this. People always seem to come up with the answer. Yeah. I mean, they'll walk you right through it. Well, I'm going to walk down the street and I'm uh, going to sell candy if I have to. I will do this if I have to. But yet the business is demanding of you that you have to. What's, what's wrong? Don't you believe in it? You know what I mean? Then it, it, you start digging in there, John. That's where you get to. Somewhere there's not a belief. Because if we had just that, John, you just have socks. That's it. Your family's over there and they want to be fed. They're, enjoy, they're used to enjoying. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Right? What? I mean, you got to make these. You will have socks in hand out of the back of your trunk, going around the businesses, you would do whatever it, I personally believe that, that you would. So so think about that, Randy. And we've seen this before. I mean, we've all passed different places where people have a corner set up and they'll have blankets hanging out on uh, yard lines, you know what I'm talking about, or different mm-hmm. things that they're, that they're selling. And I think there's a sense of, well, I'm too good for that. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I've, and, I've had better. I've and, done and, better. Right. 
And so I, I actually had a conversation with my father last weekend. And my dad said, hey, you know, when you were growing up, um, we didn't have much of anything. And I would take uh, my mop bucket or my, not mop bucket, but my, uh, my pail and a squeegee and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'd walk from business to business asking, hey, you need your windows clean. And I think, in, you know, and there's a, there's a sense of me that says, man, I don't know if I could do that, if I could humble myself to that. Mm-hmm. But then I look at my dad and all, and I say, wow, he did whatever it took. And I think that's the thing that as business owners, we struggle with is doing yeah. whatever it takes. And I'm not talking about doing, you know, slimy things that are illegal or that you're cheating people. I'm talking about the hard stuff that builds character. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Who has patience for that? Right. Right. right? Nobody has patience for that. Open sesame money, right? And I tell you, it's when you want to call, it's why we've heard this story, why immigrants come here and do well. They have to. So in certain cases, uh, and you have, there's uh, books are written about it. And we've talked a little bit about this in some of our earlier episodes, but it's worth swinging back around too, because we're just noticing this, hey, where's the money? This open sesame money uh, amongst our entrepreneurs, this open sesame money idea. Well, there's two things that in my estimation needs to happen. We got to show them how to get some open sesame money, right? And then in that, how to get it is the do this all day, every day, do this all day, every day, do this all day, every day. And then in that work, that work that you'll put in uh, you know, that's above and beyond what you used to do, whether you worked for somebody or you had that other company, right? <clears throat> Sometimes the company had the systems in place. Yes, yes. Right? It had built-in levers that just needed to be pulled harder, stronger, or or in a, in a, in a um, more convenient way. And that's when you, you were able maybe to come in and buy the company and say, okay, it's flat sales, but there's some stuff here. And I'm pulling levers better. I'm putting people in place better. But when we start a business, that's a whole nother animal. That's the apple to the orange, Yep. right? So then my question becomes, all right, how do we now put in place the levers? So all you got to do is pull them. And you're doing that. That's what I'm saying. You're doing it. I'm seeing it. Right, you, you know, hey, I'm bringing some other people on to kind of you know help me think this through. I'm doing some different marketing stuff, but then no patience for the work that you're putting in to pay off, and yep. yet you see it pay off. Hey, we do a press release, we get sales. Well, do press releases every week, right? I was literally reading about this, John. I got a, a note here. Um, you know, of course, I, I, I got a course here that uh, that I'm finishing up called, um, how's it called? Uh, how to turn annoying emails into cash in your pockets, right? Right. So I brought this, this one right here. It's about how one company, get this, sent 8,158 press releases 
and grossed over $750,000 in two years time. Wow, wow. Right? Now, this was such a, why I love this particular email is because in here is the gold, right? And this is what I teach in, the, in that particular in that class, right? Is let's reverse engineer this. Now, this is what I did. Um, and this is what, you know, some of the stuff I break out in the class on how to do it. So I watched what they did and get this. Here's what's, what's, what's beautiful about this. Um, now I had signed up to something. It was a, 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 you know, get a free download, blah, blah, blah. Right. So now they're sending me emails. Now I love it because, oh my goodness. So this company is basically telling us what they did. All right, well, let's go see if we can, you know, do that same thing. How are we going to do it? So we're going to set it up in a way. We're going to check out who's the best places to send uh, press releases to, et cetera, et cetera. You're right. So I went and found out who they used. I went and checked out the price. I asked myself, okay, does this sound reasonable? Well, if I spend the $40 or whatever, and it returns me 80, then you better, you better believe it is. Mm -hmm. Now, and, you know, as I applied this to, you know, the sock company, Ineffable Socks, yours, right? I says, well, they work because every time you do one and get some get some release or some um, attention, sock sales go up. Huh. More sales equal more money, I hope. <laughs> right. And then so if I keep doing those and people started seeing my story over and over and over again, and I'm making sales, as long as I'm making sales above expenses, then why wouldn't I do that more often? So this one little story here becomes at least an idea that is working for someone, right? And listen, listen to what they talked about. He talked about, you know, who is the media that they were using, right? And then it says, um, press release, it says, did I mention press release? Press release, the, the real strategy, the experts and pros are quietly using PR to build traffic and ranking every single day. So now you say, okay, traffic and ranking, what do I know about that? Oh, they're using the SEO approach. Now this company is an SEO place. So you see what their, their ideal is. Let me show you someone that's using it. We have a company that does it. Would you like to use our company to do yours too? Kind of a thing. Mm. That's the sell. But I'm okay with that because you reverse engineer this. Hey, other companies are buying our socks. How many? We've got over 150 different people, different company, whatever, that's bought our socks. Oh, I don't want to miss out. Fear of missing out. In that press release, right? In that next story. Now you're putting it out there and companies are going, well, who, who is this ineffable socks that's doing all these interesting things? We see them in the news, so it's not fake, Right. We see somebody just did a 300, you know, sock order. Who, what is happening? And next thing you know, more of that. 8,158 press releases. Mm. So I started doing them. I started thinking about that. How many press releases is that a day? Well, that's not, the point is, and as a result, $750,000 in gross sales. Are they sending, I, I, I want to know, are they sending those press releases to the same, the same company, you know what I mean? The same news outlets. That becomes the question. That's the dig. That's the work, right? So when I see this, I go, how could I reverse engineer it? How, 
and look at what they say here on this one line. It says, do you know the entire world has over 5,000 press releases, press releases issued every 24 hours? Hmm. And then it says, if press releases, if, if press release is not a good strategy, pros around the world would not be sending 5,000 press releases every 24 hours. Like it or not, the statistics speak for itself. So with that in mind, while everybody's running after, um, you, know, may, you know, they're running after the normal, well, I'm sending Facebook ads and Facebook ads are getting hard now because Facebook is under so much trouble. You know, I'm doing YouTube ads, I'm doing Pinterest, I'm doing this. And somebody's over there sending 8,158 press releases and getting $750,000 in sales. Mm-hmm. That's driving them to the, the web page. That's driving them to landing pages or whatever they have out there. Right now, they probably and then they told the service that they're using. And I'll share that with you after we uh, after we get off the call. But my point here, everybody, as you listen to this, we start saying, all right, do you have the patience for profits? Will you send out eight thousand one hundred and fifty eight? Uh, press releases. Now, keep in mind, gross versus, but if you're in your gross, you've got your salaries, you've got your payments for the business, you got it all figured in, you could be breaking even and everybody could be eating. Because I would hope that you would put into your spreadsheet numbers, this is what I need the company to make. This is what I needed to make so it can pay me a salary. This is what I needed to make so it can pay my, my partner a salary and get everybody paid. So if you get your gross and you start working it out and go, okay, here's my net, right? And everybody's paid. I put in a little for the company, a little spiff for the company. 15% has to come to the company so I can, you know, do more of this stuff. All of these factors going in, now you're just looking at the math of your spreadsheet and you're saying, this is what I asked for. This is what the company says you must do for me to get this money. And then every single day, our job, number one job, is to do that. Ask yourself a question. Are you putting it in? As it says on paper, it needs to be put in. Are you doing it? If you're not, you're lying to yourself. If you know I need to make eight phone calls and you made one. Because right. you know if eight phone calls closes two. And that two breaks you even. That's the big question, everybody. That's why we want to have a serious conversation. John, look, he's not even in the same spot. He's chilled out. He's laid back and saying, let's talk, right? And we do this for ourselves. We need to kind of pump ourselves up. We got businesses out here and we get impatient too. We want open sesame money too. So we like to solve our own problems first by hearing it, being inspired by it, being motivated, and then going, yeah, what do I need to do? And I think the important thing too is what we're doing in this process is we're real. These are real things that people are struggling with, that business owners are struggling with. And so us being able to come out and say, hey, this is natural. And we get it because we, you know, we struggle with these same things. We're human beings. We're not, you know, individuals that that don't don't have these worldly struggles because we too have these absolutely you know we're not ivy tower here right 
John and I have our own individual businesses. And this is why we mastermind on this stuff, right? We kind of say, John, what do we, what do we need to solve today? And not just for, you know, um, ourselves, but how else can we talk about these things and let these things, you know, know, get into the ear, earshot of someone else who's saying, yeah, I'm struggling with patience for profits too, because they may have come off a job that was paying them some good money and that check came every two weeks. And here's the thing that I wanted to say when you were, when you were talking about that uh, a few minutes back, several minutes back, is that yes, you do have steady income, whether you're paid weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, or whatnot, unless you're in a commission position when you do have a job. But at the same time, you also know how much you're going to make five years from now with, you know, e- even if we're taking cost of living increases mm-hmm. into account that you're, you're talking about, hey, you're getting a 2% or 3% raise a year. You know what you're, so you don't have the ability to alter that in any way unless you right. change jobs or change positions or, or whatnot, where entrepreneurship is different. You do have the capability of doing tremendously more than, than you did last year and, and setting those goals and reaching out and, and accomplishing them and, and not just accomplishing them, but, but set your life on a trajectory that, that is comfortable for you uh, and, and, and what you can foresee your future looking like. Gosh, that's that's a, that's a powerful statement, John. And it, I, I came across this is funny. I came across one of my when I started our Bridge Business Institute, and I came across one of the original um, subheads, right? Um, and it was enriching lives. Because I said, asking, what do I want to do this? Why do I want to do this? I said, well, I'd like to enrich lives. You know h- how? Well, I'm a businessman, so and it one of the original subheads it was our bridge business institute enriching lives through business creation mm-hmm. enriching lives through business creation right and i can i pulled it out of one of my old files and i'm i may be reinstituting that right and what because right now it's you know where business uh, creation is the classroom right well that to me didn't seem to have the same power now uh, uh you know that it did then, and the original one does. Can we enrich lives, enrich lives through the use of business? That's what has been my big thing. Because I was uh, reading some material and it says, well, what is your theme? What is your life? What do you want to do? What is your legacy? What is the information you want to leave behind? And it was like, I always thought people could get better if they use business principle. That was it. And then enriching lives through business creation. Right. And to your point, you're now saying, hey, listen, there's much more you can be. You can uncap your earnings. You don't have to settle for the job that is maybe pay you 100 grand a year, 50 grand a year, 40 grand a year. That, listen, here's some math that says one company is sending out press releases and making 750,000 in two years. Right. So that's 375 some odd thousand dollars a year. And he said, well, let's break that down. And that's why the value came in this email because it got me inspired. And then it said, and then I start saying, let me see what I can use. Now, they 
doing some great affiliate marketing or saying, hey, this is the company that they use. What did that do? Went over to that company, drove traffic from an email, drove traffic to their company, now has me thinking about using that company and now the email has worked, right? That's their job. And they're saying, hey, we have a company that allows you to um, do this stuff in a certain way. And they're kind of like in the search marketing um, space, right? They have a, a business you can go and use their company to find different things, right? And I'm a search marketer. So I says, man, I'm going to reverse engineer this thing. And then not only that, I want to share it with other people, right? So let's see if we can crank out, find the cost-effective way to send out uh, press releases to the right spots, right? This is one of the things that they've talked about. If you use our company, we send them out to this spot. So you can look at it and go, okay, I see what they're doing here. I see the outlets they're sending them to. And then those outlets, because they have readership and eyeballs and listenership and all that kind of stuff, right? Now you send them over to your page. You have a very, a very nice page that has your socks, right? And, and have the message on there, all that. Imagine if then your page just started getting way more hits and people start seeing it. People start buying as a result. And then companies say, well, what's going on over here? You know, or a big company comes in and says, who is this taking our sales? Maybe they need to do a deal. Yep. Right? Maybe they need to come in and says, hey, listen, here's 5 million for you to go away. <laughs> you go, wait a minute. My numbers are starting to work now. The patience of profits. Do you have the patience to let the profits come in? with the work that you do. That's it, John. It does, this one wasn't gonna be a long one, man, but that's what I want to get into because we actually, after we talk, we're gonna be uh, going over to our, our newsletter mm -hmm. that we started our, our business and we're gonna be going over and approving some things, but we would just want to come on and, and talk about this. Um, you know, the that whole idea that it's open sesame money. Entrepreneurship equals open sesame money. It does not unless you're doing something specific, unless you're just saying, I'm putting it all in, letting it all hang out. I know the numbers. And if you hit those numbers based on those projections that you put and the work and the action, we do projections all day long, don't we, John? Absolutely. But do we put the action in there? <laughs> this is what I need to make. Well, who's going to go make it? Uh, you. Anyway, hey John, I know you're relaxing, man. Let's just let's jump off of here. Is there one a couple of things you want to say and share with everybody before we jump into our work? So yeah, the the big thing that I want to emphasize is that this is natural to feel this way. This is natural to feel like, hey, I want this open sesame money. I want I started business, I'm working hard, and I want to see immediate results. Like anything. There is no way that I'm going to start exercising tomorrow and have a six pack in six weeks. Uh, it's it, it's impossible. And what when we look around and we see other individuals and we project what we think, we start to get frustrated because we wonder what's wrong with us. But we really don't know. We really don't know how successful someone is, and let's say they are successful, you know, we may not have the same network as them, the same opportunities that you, 
social capital is huge as well. So it doesn't mean that you can't get there. It doesn't mean that you can't surpass that. Right. But what it means is that it's going to take some time. Patience equals profits, everybody. You know, patience. We got to get out of that. No patience for profits. That in, this is instantaneous money is just those days are over. If we can create the right opportunity, right? I, I don't care if it's NFTs or if it's GameStop stock. It doesn't matter, right? If it's cryptocurrency, if you notice the patient money in the cryptos is, you know, patient money when Bitcoin was going crazy, when it was nothing, right? Or as Dogecoin is pennies, do you have the patience to wait on the profits through the ups and the crashes like crazy? The stuff that makes you scared. That's where the money's at, everybody. And that's our wish for you. We will talk to you on next week. John and I have something to get into. We're going to go ahead and do that so that we can bring you even more value with the other stuff that we create for you. We'll talk to you soon.